I'm a divorced single dad, father of five kids. It can be tough raising kids today. Believe me, there are high times and low times. It comes with the territory. But in all my years of parenting, I try to give some good advice. Advice to those parents who are out there willing to listen. My name is Price Van Ray, and welcome to my show. Today we're going to be talking about courage. But first I want to congratulate all the new parents out there. Boy, are you in for the time of your life. This is an exciting time and a great adventure, so cherish every moment. Now on with the show. Inside us is courage, waiting to rise. Stand up against your fear and you will be surprised. <laughs> That's something we should all remember. That's courage. Because we all need courage at one time, one point in our life. Now, what is courage? Some say courage is the quality shown by someone who decides to do something difficult or dangerous, even though they may be afraid. For example, he has impressed everyone with his authority and personal courage. They do not have the courage to apologize for their actions. I mean, courage can go both ways, positive and negative. But you always hope that your courage will be in the positive. And why is courage important? Well, courage is important because, like I said, it helps you in difficult times. You can use courage in many scenarios or situations that you live in. That's why it's important. But what's more, courage gives you the power to chase after things that are important to you. It also bolsters your self-esteem and allows you to believe in your abilities. Likewise, it's important that you realize that courage is not the absence of fear. Let me repeat that. Courage is not the absence of fear. Let me tell you something. I remember when I was a child, I used to hate the basement. I thought the basement had monsters in it. I really did, even to this day, I'm a grown adult. But I remember coming home from school one time and I had to get into the house. We have a very old kind of Victorian house. And I had to go through the basement to get to the front door. It's a really weird kind of maze-like thing in my house, but I was scared. And to me, there were monsters down there, but I had to find the courage to go through that basement even though it wasn't dark and back up on the first floor and I did it I guess I had courage I found the courage something else people don't know I'm afraid of the dark I'm not afraid to admit it either I guess I have the courage to tell you <laughs> I have the courage to tell you I'm afraid of the dark and I still am to this day but courage is not the absence of fear Remember that. Remember I said that. Courage is not the absence of fear. I mean, we're all going to be afraid of things when we grow up. We're all going to need that courage to help us through those hard times. I went to college, to University of Massachusetts in Amherst. I was very young. My parents came with me. It was a great day. We drove up with all my stuff to start the new year. I was going to be a new kid on campus. <laughs> That's right. 
And I moved all my stuff in and I was so happy and my parents helped me unpack and organize my room. Nobody was there on the floor. It was just me. I was one of the first people. So came the time when my parents had to leave. I gave them a hug and a kiss goodbye. I was very happy. But when they left, I was scared. I really was scared. I said, what am I going to do? My parents aren't here. I'm all alone. I'm on my own. So I said, well, sooner or later, I'm going to have to figure this out. So I went outside. It's outside of the dorm. And there were a lot of cars there, people just moving in. And I knew nothing about the campus. I didn't know where anything was. And I started walking and walked. And I was scared and found the courage to do it. And walked a little further, stopped, looked around, walked a little further, looked around. I probably walked maybe uh, 800 feet. <laughs> it wasn't real far. And then I ran back into the building. <laughs> I was like, I ran back in. When I went in, there was a person, a, a girl there, who was moving her stuff in. And I helped her. Her name was Terry. We're still good friends to this day. But I found the courage that day, not only to search and look around, but to make friends. Making friends can be very scary. Your kids are going to be making friends, and you should encourage them to make friends. I'm talking good friends. Okay, We always want our kids to have very good friends. I mean, who wants their kids? Who wants to say, yeah, my kid hangs out with this person. He's, he's not that good. No, you want to be proud of your kid. You want to encourage them. You want to say, hey, I want you to make friends with over here. How about that? You know, or you know, try to stay away from that. Bad influence, good influence. I mean, whatever. You have to explain to your kids. But they have to have the courage to stand up for themselves. You know, it takes a lot of courage to do a lot of things. I mean, everyday acts of courage. For example, it takes courage to say, sorry. It takes courage to admit when you are wrong. It's a bold act to admit when you make a mistake. Saying sorry takes you out of your comfort zone and enhances your relationship. That's a big deal. And you have to do it. It takes courage. That, my friend, takes a lot of courage. And we want to make sure we have that kind of courage. You want to instill that kind of courage into your child. Definitely want to do that. Saying, I'm sorry. Even as an adult, it, it can help you throughout all your years of life. From a child to a teenager to young adult to adulthood to old age. But if you make a mistake or you did something wrong, you want to say, I'm sorry. You want to have the courage to say, hey, listen. Okay, I was wrong. <laughs> I was wrong, and I'm sorry. Or you could say it like, hey, listen, I was wrong, and I really am sorry. I'm so sorry. Saying sorry takes courage. It takes strength, takes courage, takes character. I mean, how many people refuse to say, I'm sorry? And they know they're wrong, or they're in the wrong, or they're going to be wrong. They will not say, I'm sorry. They, where's the courage? I, I don't get it myself. I don't get it. But you have to teach your kid. You have to show them courage, courage. Cur I can't stress the courage. You make a mistake. You own it. That's it. 
When you make a mistake saying sorry, and yeah, it, I, like I said, it will take you out of your comfort zone, but that's not a bad thing. Sometimes you have to get out of your comfort zone. You have to take that, that leap of faith, take that courage. That's what you got to do. You got to be yourself and own it. You know what I mean? Teach your kid that. Be yourself and own it. Don't be somebody else. Be who you are. Be. I hope you're a good person inside. Nobody wants a little devil. No siree. Be yourself and own it. I mean, don't imitate anyone. Take off your mask. Allow yourself to become vulnerable. Share your flaws with others. See perfection in your imperfections. Who you are is a gift to the world. I mean, you have to allow yourself to shine. Be yourself. Be, the, be yourself. I remember when I was younger. I, I was younger. And I was very easily influenced by the, by the musical genres of the day. I, I loved George Michael. I, I dressed like him. Ripped jeans, leather coat, t-shirt. Little bandana on my waist. <laughs> I remember seeing a lot of girls. They, they, they'd mimic Madonna. Or Cindy Lauper. I love Cindy Lauper. Oh, she's such a great musician. I'd, I'd love to meet her one day. She, she's really cool. Very inspirational. Creative. And uh, I'm going to tell you, uh, you got to be yourself in the end. In the end. I remember I had... When I was younger, I had long hair, a, a jerry curl. It was greasy. <laughs> I don't know how I, what possessed me, but I thought I was a cat's meow. So I had the jerry curl. I think I had a beard too. I wore the t-shirt, leather coat. Like I said, ripped jeans. I thought this was a cat's meow, earrings. And uh, I wanted to work in a bank. And I went for the job interview in a suit. And they pretty much laughed at me in my face. Yes, yes, they did. And I, I could see it. They just in my opinion, didn't take me seriously. And rightfully so, in my opinion. I mean, uh, you know, sometimes sometimes you have to bend. You have to bend to look the part. I mean, if you go to the circus and you want to be a clown, you're not going to show up in a three-piece suit and say, hey, guys, I want to be a clown. No, you, you have to adapt to that environment. You have that's They're looking for a certain look. And I understand. I, I understand it. To me, I, I even as a kid, I understood it. So after the interview went way south, <laughs> I knew I wasn't going to get the job. I went home and I went to the barber and told them, shave it all off. They, they were shocked. All of it? I go, yeah, right down, to the, right down to the skin. So they shaved everything off. And I went back to the bank and uh, said, hey, listen, I was here last week and... I don't think the interview went very well. So I wanted to know if I could talk to the person. So they, they, they looked at me. I don't remember you, they said. Yeah, I was here. So I, I had the long hair. So they went in the back and talked to the guy who interviewed me. And he said, who are you? I said, I was here last week. I was the person with the very long hair. The guy said, that was you? You cut off all your hair? I said, yes, because I really want to work here. The guy took a breath. And he said, when can you start? <laughs> when can you start? I got the job. You know, don't imitate anybody unless you got money to back it up. <laughs> but I mean, I had to be myself. I had to shave the head and, you know, follow, follow my path. And it worked, you know. And I guess that takes courage. 
It takes courage to do something like that because I may not have even gotten a job. But the fact that I cut off all my hair that took years and years to grow, eh, it, to me, it was worth it. Another thing is you got to take responsibility and accountability. I mean, you are where you are in life because of the choices you make. If you don't like what you see, change it. Reflections and choices are the key. And I often ask myself, I am living and leading a life I truly want. Am I? Am I? I mean, you have to have the courage to look inward. And, and you know, you have to teach your kid, listen. Look inward. Take responsibility and accountability. Your actions are yours. Nobody can speak for you. Nobody can walk in your shoes. All a parent can do, guys, is show your child a path. And hopefully your child will walk the path. And then they'll make their own path. It's funny. We all have to walk a path in life. And we hope that path is a good path, is a safe path. But that's the path you choose. Nobody can walk your path. And you got to have the courage to walk it, though. The courage. That's what we all need. You have to have the courage to have a voice and say no. I mean, speak up and make a difference. You got to share your feelings. When you witness injustice, you need to say something. You need to say that, hey, that's not right. That's not good. I don't agree with what you're doing. You need to stop. No. Share your feelings when you witness an injustice. And practice sharing your opinions. I mean, don't let it just be a one-time thing. You know, you got to have the courage to do this all the time. Because there's always some kind of injustice everywhere. You want to make sure your voice is heard. Don't allow someone to take advantage of you. Never, never let somebody do that. Teach your child to say, hey, listen, honey. Honey, listen, I love you, but don't allow somebody to take advantage of you. You need to learn to say no. And I'm not saying this to hurt you. I'm saying this to love you because I love you. I want what's best for you. I want you to be the best person you can. Learn to say no. Don't allow someone to take advantage of you. Refuse to hold back when your gut says to move forward. You got to have the courage to listen to your gut, to listen to your heart, to listen to yourself, to know when it's time to say it's time to get out. Or it's time to stand up and make a difference. It's time to say no. You got to have the courage. You got to teach your children this. And I mean, let's face it. You can teach your child everything. And they may not want to learn it. My dad always said, you know, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Your, your, your child has to be willing to drink. <laughs> your child has to be willing to listen. I mean, if they aren't willing to drink, to listen, to to do anything, to not even meet you halfway, it's not your fault. Remember that. It's not your fault. Have the courage to say, hey, listen, I did everything I could. I have the courage to say, I tried. Did you? Did you try? Have the courage. Have the courage to, you know, to say you did a good job. You did the best you could. It's, it's not all on you. 
you have to teach your child. And I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. My, my mom always said, all children are born the same. I'm like, no, they aren't. No. No, 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 no. What? Really? Well, that's funny because I see some kids who have a huge IQ who can become doctors. They can remember everything in the world. I can't do that. How are we born the same? No, kids are born different, in my opinion. You know, and that's not a bad thing. And hopefully you got a very good kid. Now, you know, they're born different, you know, learning-wise, of course. But how about character-wise and love-wise? I mean, yes. You know, you don't, I'm, I'm not an expert on that, on how a kid's heart is. All I can say is you hope your child is good and you can teach your kid to have courage. Nobody wants a bully for a kid. Nobody wants to say, hey, listen, my kid's a bully. I'm proud of him. No. You want the kid, you want, you want your kid to say, my kid stood up to that bully. Yeah, there was a bully. You know what my, you know what my son did? Stood up for the little guy. My kid said he's not going to let that happen because he stands for something. And if you don't stand for something, you fall for anything. Isn't that the saying? That's right. You got to have the courage to let go and forgive. Stop swallowing over what could have been. Because you can't change it. It's in the past. You can't change the past. Can you change the time on a clock from 12 o'clock today if it's 2 o'clock? No. You can't go back and change it. Can you change your breakfast you had? No, you cannot. You just can't. Some things you can't change. That's, that's the past, you know? You, you got to forgive yourself. If you have to be forgiven, forgive everyone. Have the courage to do that. What happened is over unless you keep it alive by reliving it in your mind. You know, I always say, I'm, I'm not going to let, you know, this person did me wrong. At, at my job, this, this person, they were horrible. They were like a little devil. They did me wrong. And I could think about it every day. But I'm not going to let them live rent-free in my mind. I refuse to let them live rent-free in my mind. Now, that ain't to say every now and then they come knocking on my door and pissing me off. <laughs> I am saying, you got to let it go. You, gotta have, you have to have the courage to let it go and forgive. Sometimes people just don't know any better. It's the way they were brought up. I always say it's the way their way their brains are wired. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's just the way it is. There's nothing you can do about it. It's all on them. It's not on you. But that's the courage. Courage I'm talking about. Courage not to not to say, okay, if you're smoking, I'll smoke. I'm not saying, if, if, if you're an adult, you can do whatever you want. You can smoke, you can drink. But I'm, I'm just saying, if you want to teach your kid peer pressure, you got to have the courage to stand up and say, hey, this is not what I'm looking for. Besides, I'm a kid. I'm not old enough to smoke and drink. <laughs> right? that's, what you, that's what you should be telling your kid. <laughs> courage, courage, courage. Inside us is courage waiting to rise. Stand up against your fear. And you will be surprised. That's something we should all remember. And now, it's story time. David was a young child living a carefree life. 
All he ever wanted to do was have fun and be with his friends. David had a very good heart. He would help his parents out when they needed it. He would go out of his way to feed stray animals that came along his way. It was even said that he took a cup of water to a tiny plant that was dying in the woods and brought it back to life. Well, the place where David lived was a nice town. There was no violence. There was no crime. There was no need for police because everybody wanted peace. Unfortunately, in a nearby town, there was a gang, and this gang was led by a giant. The giant said he was going to come to the city and take it over, and everyone was scared because no one ever had to stand up against anybody before there because there was a lack of courage. But David, little David, decided that he would be the one to stand up against this bully because he loved his city and the people so much he wanted to protect them. So, when the gang leader came to the town, who was a giant, and saw David, he saw David was going to be the champion, and he laughed. The giant could not see how this tiny child could stand up against him. I mean, he would have no chance. The giant had a sword, a shield, and armor unmatched to any. But David had something the giant didn't have. He had a slingshot with a tiny pebble in it, and he had a good heart. But last but not least, he had courage. Well, I'll just say the fight didn't go the way the giant wanted because of the courage David had in his heart, he won. Now in life, adults and children, we're going to be faced with many bullies, many giants, many situations. And if we have the courage, which I know we do, we can stand up against any giant, any bully, anybody and be victorious. We should instill this in our children so when they grow up, they can be prepared for situations like this. In the case of the giant, well, if you didn't know his name, his name was Goliath. But everyone remembers the hero of the day, who was David, who brought him down to his knees with only a slingshot in his hand and a whole lot of courage and a whole lot of heart. I want to thank you for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new podcast is posted. Rate and review this podcast and share it with your family and friends. I hope that you're leaving here with some great things that make you think. Remember this one last bit of advice. Tomorrow is never promised, so don't go to bed angry at your child or anyone you love. And before you go to bed tonight, hug your child and tell them, I will love you forever, Dad. See you next time here on Forever Dad.